0: Coming up, some movement in the wildcard races and the Bruins lose a rare game at home. This is Locked On Game to Game, NHL.
1: Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day.
0: Welcome and you're listening to Locked On Game to Game NHL local experts going over the biggest stories on the ice and recapping all of the action for you from the NHL last night. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. The Flames are fighting for a chance at the wild card in the West, helping their own cause last night with a win over the Kings. Locked On Flames keeps us up to date on that wild card chase.
2: The Calgary Flames avenge their 8-2 loss to the Los Angeles Kings with a 2-1 win tonight at the Saddle Dome. Hello, everyone, and I'm Jess Belmosto from Lockdown Flames. And tonight was a fantastic night for the Flames to get another two points under their belt as their season draws closer and closer to an end. They're currently... Two spots over a wild card spot, and it would look wonderful if they could keep this going. Jacob Markstrom had an absolutely phenomenal performance tonight. Have to give him the first uh, star award. It was a night for disallowed goals, too, but only on Calgary's side. They had one turned over for offside and another because, well, what is, where is the puck? we don't see it so it's going to be an exciting week uh for the flames as they continue to trek on for a wild card spot to make the postseason
0: the predators are also in the wild card mix and they made a statement by taking down the impressive boston bruins in the td garden locked on predators talks about the win locked on bruins has more on a rare loss for the bees at home
3: in a game that will likely provide the hockey shock of the night in the NHL, the Nashville Predators upset the Boston Bruins by a score of 2-1. to one. Hey everyone, Ann Kimmel from Locked on Predators. Tonight, the Predators were without veteran forward Matt Duchesne, who joins a long list of players out of the lineup with injuries right now. Nashville's lineup tonight did include Igor Afanasiev playing in just his 10th NHL game, serving on the top line. The veteran presence in the top six forwards, that would be Cody Glass, who has just 136 NHL games under his belt. And yet somehow this team was able to gut check themselves to an absolutely unlikely win. Cody Glass did score late in the second period. Cole Smith helped score an interesting empty netter late to give Nashville two goals. But David Posternock had to spoil the shutout for UC Soros with just two seconds remaining in the game to make the final score two to one. This was a game of special teams chess with neither team able to capitalize on their five power play chances and want to give a shout out to young Luke Evangelista who made a big save to keep the puck from crossing the goal line and preventing the Bruins from getting on the board any earlier. Despite a long list of injuries for the Predators and slim chances, Looking ahead to the postseason, games like tonight really reveal a lot about the potential and the character of this young and revamped Predators roster. It was a gutsy win for a Nashville team that has battled through a lot of adversity since the trade deadline. We'll see if they can reproduce this level of effort Thursday nights against the Pittsburgh Penguins on the road.
4: Well, that was disappointing. The Boston Bruins lost to the Nashville Predators of all teams here on Tuesday evening at TD Garden. This is Ian McLaren, host of Locked On Boston Bruins, and this team had a chance to clinch the President's Trophy to set a new franchise single-season record for wins, and they just could not score until... Literally the last second when Dave Aposternak recorded his 52nd goal of the season, Jeremy Lozon had already put the dagger on the Bruins with an empty net goal. Lozon, of course, being a former Bruin. So all things considered, it's not the end of the world for the Bruins. I refuse to get worked up over hockey until the playoffs, but it would have been nice to give the home crowd something to cheer about before Pastrnak's last-second goal.
0: Columbus falls in Madison Square Garden despite a good effort from one of their rookies. Locked on Blue Jackets goes over some of the issues.
5: Kiro Marchenko ties a record and the Blue Jackets lose in Madison Square Garden. Jay Foster locks on Blue Jacket here. Uh, that's kind of the, the big thing about this game. Uh, Kiro Marchenko scores his 20th goal of the season, ties the rookie scoring record for the Blue Jackets, which Pierre-Luc Dubois set a few years ago, I think 2017. And the Blue Jackets somehow end up allowing six or more goals again. Um, one of those is an empty netter in fairness to hutchinson but five goals on 30 something shots is just not it's just not good enough um and that feels like well, that's going to be the story of every single game from now to the end of the season so we're going to focus on the good johnny gaudreau scoring power play continues to roll and uh Jeremarchenko gets his 20th. We look forward to 21. We're going to talk about all of that and more on tomorrow's Locked On Blue Jackets.
0: The stars are staying sharp as they beat up on Chicago last night. Locked on hosts from both teams join us after the final.
6: The Dallas Stars took care of business in Chicago on Tuesday night as they defeat the Blackhawks by a score of 4-1. to one. Hey everybody, this is Dane Lewis with the Locked On Stars podcast. And this was a game where Jake Ottinger only needed to make 17 saves. An impressive outing from the Stars netminder, but not necessarily a heavy workload, which is to be expected with a Blackhawks roster that is lacking talent uh, as they are now post-trade deadline, but an all-around pretty impressive evening for the Stars in net, but also offensively. They get scoring from all over the roster. Tyler Sagan gets his 18th of the season. Defenseman Colin Miller gets his fourth. Luke Glendinning his third. And, of course, it wouldn't be a Dallas Stars offensive showcase if the top line wasn't involved. Joe Pavelski gets his 22nd of the season. And this might not be the most memorable game of the year or one that we'll be talking about for generations to come, but this game matters because the Dallas Stars took care of business and picked up two points while the race for the Central Division continues to be as tight as it's been all season with Colorado and Minnesota right up there near the finish line with Dallas for that coveted top spot in the the Central, and it's going to be a tight race for the remainder of the year. The the Stars now with single-digit games remaining on their schedule, so it's important that they take care of things and, you know, dot their I's and cross their T's, things like that, when they play inferior opponents like Chicago, and they'll need to have a similar performance on Friday when they head to Arizona to take on the Coyotes. But we'll be talking about this game against the Blackhawks in its entirety on Wednesday's episode of Locked on Stars, and I can't wait to see you there
1: surprise surprise the chicago blackhawks lose once again falling four to one to the dallas stars what's up everyone this is jack bushman tonight the chicago blackhawks lost their sixth consecutive game and this was honestly their worst showing of the current skid they really just let dallas do whatever they wanted poor showing from the blackhawks uh Sloppy puck control, sloppy passing, never looked like they had their legs underneath them. They only had five shots on goal with like two minutes left in the second period. Couldn't create much high danger chances once again offensively. They've now scored just seven goals during their sixth game losing skid. Bad, bad, bad performance from the Chicago Blackhawks tonight. So now down to eight games left in the regular season. For more coverage on this loss and how it impacts the Blackhawks in the standings, be sure to tune in to tomorrow's episode of Locked On Blackhawks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Pittsburgh needed a win to keep pace in the wild card, but they fell to Detroit last night. Locked On Red Wings and Locked On Penguins are in to break it down.
7: The Detroit Red Wings down the Pittsburgh Penguins 7-4 to on the back of a David Perron hat trick. The first hat trick he's had since May of last year when he was wearing a completely different uniform. Uh, Scotty, always feels good to beat the Penguins, but outside of the Perron hat trick, what stood out to you in this game? It is always a good day to beat the Pittsburgh Penguins. That's what stood out to me. That is always – we will gladly take that. But, yeah, the the hat trick was obviously great. But, uh, you know, this game was a tale of period to period, right? Like, first period, the Wings get out to a 3-0 lead. Then they blow a 3-0 lead (laughs) in the following period. And then both teams are scoring. It's back and forth. But the Wings pull out ahead there late. Uh, yeah, uh, some really good, noteworthy performances. Bergeron looked really good in this one. Uh, Going to be a really fun, the uh, ejection of, of Newsy, right? Like, there's lots to talk about in this one. Yeah, we'll break it all down on Wednesday's episode of Lockdown Red Wings. Pittsburgh Penguins continue to be one of the most
4: mid-teams in the league. Hey, everyone. I'm Hunter Hodes, here with the Lockdown Penguins podcast, back with another Lockdown Now video as the Penguins fall to the Detroit Red Wings, seven to four on Tuesday night in the game where they needed to bank points. Four four late in the third period, you cannot take a penalty there. Brian Russ has been having a dreadful season. Takes the penalty. David Perron scores just a few seconds later, and then scores again about a minute later. Game's over, and that's the third time in basically a week that the Penguins have not gotten a point in the, from a third period in a tie game, and that's just that might cost them late in the regular season as they try to push for the playoffs in these final eight games. For more on the Pits or Penguins, you can check out the Locked on Penguins podcast wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Coming up, the Oilers offense breaks out in Vegas. This is Locked on Game to Game, NHL. Today's edition of Locked on Game to Game is brought to you by FanDuel. The final four is set and it is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers get that no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. So just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy for you to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes that are drained. FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. Don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat-first bet of up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com. That's fanduel.com to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Welcome back. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game NHL. I'm your host, Kaidani Stevens. Thank you again for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Winnipeg's wild card chances are in jeopardy after a dismal showing against San Jose. Locked on Sharks and Locked on Jets go over last night's game.
8: The Sharks snapped their nine game. Losing streak. I'm J.D. Young of Locked on Sharks. And James Reimer makes 41 saves. in a shout-out of the Winnipeg Jets. Sharks went 3-0. Getting goals from Noah Greger, Kevin LeBanc, and Martin Kaut. Uh, It was not pretty. Sharks gave the Jets plenty of opportunities. But James Reimer was the difference tonight. Uh, Including one of the highlight real goals of his career with a paddle stop. Um, This game, again... We didn't expect the Sharks to lose every game going out the season here. So um, good win for the team. Now they can continue to lose out. We'll have a full breakdown of tonight's game. What this means for the Sharks in their pursuit of Connor Bedard. So all that on your next episode of Locked on Sharks, wherever you get podcasts. And, of course, you can watch on YouTube as well.
9: Jets fans, why did we do this to ourselves? We know every year disappointment is going to follow this team. But let me tell you something, man a three nothing shutout loss to the San Jose Sharks is just the icing on a bit of a poop cake. The Jets have been on a downslide. Nashville and Calgary are now within striking distance, just a couple points behind Winnipeg. It honestly could not be worse right now, man. The Jets might actually miss the playoffs and maybe maybe that's what they deserve. Maybe this is really how it it should be. You know, a three nothing shutout loss to the Sharks. San Jose coming into this game had won only one of its last 15 games. One of its last 15. And you know who that last win was? The Winnipeg Jets. Now two for their last 16. Honestly, I I just can't. We're going to dive into this game and uh, what exactly is happening with the Jets in tomorrow's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets. But I am your host, Harrison Lee. I'll see you there at Locked On Jets. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe. Thanks for listening. Have a great night and go Jets go.
0: A heartbreaker for Vancouver. They rally back to tie it in the third, but end up losing in overtime to St. Louis. Locked On Canucks recaps the road loss.
7: The Canucks' meteoric rise at the standings takes a standstill just for one night. The Canucks lost 6-5 to the St. Louis Blues in overtime tonight. My name is Trevor Beggs, co-host of Locked On Canucks. And it felt like deja vu all over again. You know, a couple weeks ago, the Canucks were down 4-2 late against the St. Louis Blues in St. Louis. They ended up tying that game and then ended up winning in the extra frame. This time around, they were down 5-3 late, got a couple of goals, tied it at five, but this time ended up losing in overtime. Kuzmenko stayed hot with two goals. Pedersen extended his point streak to 13 games. He is now two games away from tying the Canucks franchise record of a 15-game point streak. We got you covered on the next episode of Locked On Canucks with me, Trevor Beggs, and Kyle Bowen, my co-host. Make sure you check it out, Locked On Canucks.
0: A couple of playoff teams matching up in Vegas yesterday. Locked On Oilers recaps a whole lot of goals, while Locked On Golden Knights checks in with us from Vegas.
10: It must have been football night at the T-Mobile Arena as the Edmonton Oilers put up a touchdown against the Vegas Golden Knights. Hi, my name is Brett Holden from Locked On Oilers, and it was Ryan Nugent Hopkins who quarterbacked the Oilers to a massive 7-4 victory over the Vegas Golden Knights in Las Vegas with a goal and four assists on the night, bringing his season total up to a career-high 90 and speaking of career high Zach Hyman continues to get to his career high with his 33rd goal of the year and the Edmonton Oilers just kept piling it on Connor McDavid with 3 assists on the night, Leon Dreisaitl with a goal and an assist including a beautiful assist on uh, Zach Hyman's goal on the night Evan Bouchard, Darnell Nurse extending point streaks on the night, Evan Bouchard with 4 points in the last three games and darnell nurse on a six game point streak the edmonton oilers poured it on on the Vegas Golden Knights and Stuart Skinner backstop the Oilers to their 43rd win of the year bringing their record to 43-23-9 on the year and and 11-2-1 over the last 14 games now after this win the Edmonton Oilers are within three points of the Pacific Division leaders the Vegas Golden Knights and one point behind their next game, their next opponent, the Los Angeles Kings. As the Los Angeles Kings come into Rogers Place for a massive Pacific Division matchup at Rogers Place, 7 o'clock Thursday night here in Edmonton.
6: What's up, everybody? Chris Locked On Vegas Golden Knights here. Rough night for our Vegas Golden Knights, currently down seven to three against the Edmonton Oilers. About halfway through the third period, we're gonna flush this one. We're gonna move on. Give the Oilers all the credit in the world that came into our house and uh, just absolutely destroyed the Vegas Golden Knights. I don't think this is the last time these two teams are gonna see each other. Only VGK will get some redemption uh, when it matters a little more in a few weeks from now. For everything
7: Golden Knights hockey, please check out the Locked On Vegas Golden Knights podcast your team every day.
0: Philly trying to end their season on a good note. The Flyers were able to come away with a one goal win over the Canadians on Tuesday night. Locked on Flyers is in with more.
11: It was Morgan Frost's night for the Flyers, getting the brace with his 15th and 16th goals of the season. Hi, I'm Rachel Donner with your Lockdown Flyers quick reaction to the Flyers' 3-2 win over the Montreal Canadiens. Felix Sandstrom got the last-minute nod to start this one. He did everything he needed to do, making some key saves in this game. This one absolutely felt like two teams out of the playoffs kind of slogging through. There were a ton of giveaways on both sides of the ice. I thought the Habs did a great job getting sticks in to prevent shots on Flyers rushes. But things did pick up in the third when Frost and Farabee had that two-on-one leading to Frost's second goal and then Owen Tippett getting that empty netter that turned out to be a much-needed insurance goal to win this one. For more on this game and the Flyers all season long, tune in anywhere you get your podcasts.
0: That's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Game to Game NHL. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you're subscribed to Locked On NHL and your favorite team's Locked On podcast on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from. I'm Kenani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.